Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Joff Lacey. And I'm Claire Venice. We're taking you on a bike ride. From Petersfield to Athens in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open-air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Joff Lacey. Thank you for joining us. We're bringing you a special Peapod this week as we follow the journey of two Petersphere residents undertaking a personal challenge to raise awareness and funds in the memory of Sheet College girl Maddie Lawrence. Maddie Lawrence sadly passed away in March this year at the age of 20. She had a love of rugby and her family is continuing her legacy by setting up a charity named Maddie's Mark to support two causes close to her heart, women's rugby and mental health. As part of a number of fundraising events, Maddie's aunt, Janine Gillard, a teacher at Church's College, and her fiancé, Phil Taylor, decided to cycle from Petersfield to Athens, covering approximately 2,000 miles in six weeks. Joined by friends and family along the way, including Maddie's parents, Simon and Karen, Janine shares their journey with Shine Radio, which we bring to you this week with the big question, did they make it? Petersfield's Shine Radio. Before the journey began, Shine Radio's Alan Kosh met with Maddie's dad, Simon Lawrence, at the Summer Festival in the Square in August. Now, Simon, can you just tell us all about the charity that you've set up locally here in Petersfield? Yeah, um, it's called Maddie's Mark, and it's there to help promote women's rugby and also um, mental health. She didn't die because of uh, rugby. She sustained an injury, but sadly, because of complications in the hospital that she passed away because of those rather than anything to do with the rugby itself. She loved rugby. She was absolutely determined to continue and uh, she got into the first within a few months. She was doing remarkably well. Well, thank you for that correction. Uh, I appreciate that, Simon. Uh, Is the local rugby club here in Petersfield uh, part of this? Have they given you any support? Yes, we've um, we've had some tentative... We, We set the charity up uh, in in August, so we've only really started to tentatively um, talk to people, but they're certainly in our sight, and we're very much looking forward to uh, to working with them. Can you give us the contact details regarding the charity, please? For sure. Our listeners? Uh, we are uh, setting up uh, a thing called Just Giving. Uh, the page is Just Giving with Janine Gillard. The reason why it's under Janine Gillard is that she is uh, riding from Petersfield to the Parthenon, going from just outside Church's Infant School, and they're going to take hopefully six weeks uh, to get all the way down to the Parthenon in Athens, which is just over 2,000 miles. Wow, that sounds pretty, you know, I mean, that sounds very difficult to me. Are you taking part in this? (laughs) Well, only in terms of support. Okay. Uh, i.e. seeing her over the, the finish line. And do you have a target to raise a specific amount of money? Yes, £5,000. Uh, do you think that's doable? Definitely. She's uh, just under two now. Well, that's terrific. Well done. Well, thank you, Simon, for talking to me this morning. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity. Petersfield's Shine Radio. As the 12th of September draws near, and so does the start of their journey, Janine Gillard talks to Alison Glasspool about what she hopes to achieve and what's involved in the six-week bike journey. So we leave on Monday, and it's just under 2,000 miles, and we hope to get there in about the 20th of October. And why are you cycling to Athens? To do this sort of monumental ride particularly for my niece, who's called Maddie, and very sadly we lost um, Maddie in 
March and she was an amazing young woman and we set up a charity called Maddie's Mark to help young women with their mental well-being through sport, particularly through rugby, which was one of Maddie's passions. Uh, so we're going to do this cycle for Maddie's Mark and try and raise as much money as we possibly can. Um, and we're already doing really well. We're on about two and a half thousand, so I feel I'm like on oh, 50% there and we haven't started yet. So please, um, anybody, and you can also find out lots more about the charity on that, from the Just Giving page, there are links through to Maddie's Mark, which is the name of the charity. Tell me about the route. What's the plan? We are leaving from churches, so leaving from Lippook, because we're leaving from the junior school, down to Portsmouth. We get the overnight ferry to Caen in France, and then we go through France just south of Paris. We follow over through Switzerland, as a bit of Italy. Um, then we have to touch on a little bit of Slovenia before we get into Croatia, then all the way down through Croatia, and then Montenegro. Albania and then into Greece. I hope I haven't forgotten one. I'm sure I won't forget one on the way. But um, yes, yeah, so that's that's our route. And it's say it should be about 2,000 miles. We're aiming to do 50 miles a day and it should take us 38 days. Wow. And are you going to stop and rest along the way or is, it like, <laughs> is that part of the challenge? Well, part of the show. We don't tend to have a rest day because if you have a rest day, it's quite hard to get going again. And... So we tend to keep going. And we've planned, in our route planning, we um, have planned where we're going each day. So we know our final destination each day, which is um, something that I find really helps, knowing exactly where I'm going. But, um, so yes, and we're just staying in B&Bs um, along the way. So it really gives you a feel of the sort of lo local culture and makes you feel you're really within those countries. We carry all our kit with us. It's just Phil and I doing it. We don't have a support crew or anything like that. We carry all our stuff on our panniers. Our bikes are touring bikes, so they're quite hardy, but they're not off-road bikes or really fast road, you know, fast sort of um, racing road bikes. They're good, solid touring bikes. And it's quite mountainous, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. I mean, that's what's quite good about living in this area. Any training, any cycling that you do around here, we're not flat, are we, round here? So Harting Hill has been my bete noire. I've been going up and down Harting Hill. The first mountain range we come across is the Jura in France, and then we've got the Alps, and then it is definitely quite hilly across to Albania and into Greece. But by then we should be pretty fit, we're hoping. But by the time you get to day 14, 15, you, your body's got really into the swing of it, and you, you're pretty fit by then. So... When we hit those mountainous regions, um, hopefully we'll be ready to tackle them. And I'll, Maddie will help me up those hills, I know that. Tell, tell us about Maddie. I mean, she really looked a little um, out of port, didn't she? Yeah, so Maddie's um, was my niece and she is an absolutely exceptional young lady. So um, very sadly, she was only 20 when she passed away. And you may well have seen it in the press because she was playing rugby for her uni team and uh, just got an injury on the field that meant she had to go into casualty, unfortunately. Um, didn't come home so she um, died a couple of weeks later from sepsis um, and we're a very small close-knit family so uh, it's you know hit everybody really hard 
but we've set up Maddie's Mark to make something really positive out of it and um, that we know is what Maddie would want. Maddie was really uh, very positive and just seized life to the full and although you know we were really unlucky to only have had her for 20 years that is she made the most of every single one of those 20 years um, and she was always one of those those people that made a difference to people you know you'd meet her at a party you just meet her once and if you you know you chat to her so easily and she'd always help you uh, make you feel good about yourself and that's why I think that for Maddie's mark to be helping young women with their mental well-being is so important and to do it through sport particularly rugby which she absolutely adored she only took it up that first year at uni she was at um, Bristol UE so she'd only been playing since September she had her accident in March but you know she completely thrown herself into the team spirit of it and was so supported by women's rugby that you know it was a, a, a like a breath of fresh air to her so inclusive and so good for your general well-being and boosting your self-confidence that um, that's something that we really think we can make a difference with Maddie's mark and know that Maddie is really very much there for us to do that. So what we'll try and do is um, once a week we'll try and give you a quick update so live from the road or from the B&B or whatever wherever it is so we will send you a quick update once a week to let you know how we're doing. Coming up, we catch up with Janine and Phil as they start their epic bike ride. But first... If you'd like to donate to Maddie's Mark Charity, set up in the memory of Maddie Lawrence, visit Janine Gillard's Just Giving page. And we would also love to hear from you, so if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please call or WhatsApp us on 01730 or send an email to team at shineradio.uk. Claire Venice and Joff Lacey in Petersfield's Peapod. It's day four and Shine Radio's Noni Neat speaks to Janine after a long day's ride. Janine, where are you right now? Um, hi, Ben. We are in um, a little town called Jouy, which is our third day in across Normandy. So we're going to be going seven to eight days in France. So we're just heading for our halfway point of France. So that's where we are right now. And you sound, you sound a little bit tired, I have to say, but we are talking <laughs> to you at the end of a very long day, at the end of very three long days. So you're bound to be. How, how has it been? You know, are you managing the 50, 50 miles cycling a day? Yeah, no, we're doing really well. We're really pleased with our progress. We've done 55 miles each day so far. And the thing is with day three is that however much you train for it, you haven't quite, your body isn't quite ready for doing it three days on the trot because when you're practicing, you do two days on the trot. But to do, the, suddenly the third day comes along and your body's saying, what, we're doing this again? And um, so third day is a bit monotonous. And today, actually, it was um, it, the, the French countryside is amazing, but it's like huge open landscapes. And it was a functional day is what Phil called it. And that was really true. It was long, straight sort of roads with not a lot of huge interest. And it was just to get through it, really. Yesterday was full of lovely sights. Well, today was just a bit dull. And you just thought, OK, we're going to keep going. But we have and we're here and we're in a cosy hotel room now, like a little B&B. 
and we're going to have a takeaway pizza so things can't be too bad. (laughs) (laughs) And what did you have last night for supper? Because I know you had to race off somewhere because there was no food about. Oh no, so last night we got to our our B&B and the restaurant that was recommended to us when we booked it all through booking.com was closed on a Wednesday. Can you believe that? Restaurants don't really close on a, if it was a Sunday maybe, but this was a Wednesday and it was closed. So that the hotel people said, well, our hosts said, the nearest um, restaurant is 10 kilometers away, which meant we would have had to have cycled an extra 20 kilometers. Um, And we'd had a bit of a day yesterday and the fact that I actually fell off my bike yesterday. And, um, so I was really looking forward to my evening meal and glass of wine, it must be said. But they very sweetly, they were just the loveliest French people. And they drove us to this gorgeous restaurant and Phil had a huge pizza and I had delicious creamy pasta with oh. lots of Parmesan so oh, and a glass of rosé. So all was very, all was absolutely fine. You know, the thing is, by the time you finished a day cycling, everything is the best possible thing that you can have the shower is the best shower you've ever had and the meal whatever it is is the best meal you've ever had because you're so glad to have got your day done and you so deserve some r&r and refreshments at the end of it so yeah whatever you're having is really the best (laughs) <laughs> and what's the weather been like for you the last three and days? It's been warm. Not too, well, it, actually, it's been ideal for us because it's been about between about 22 and 23 degrees and cloudy. Um, so not too hot, but not wet. We've had the odd shower. Yesterday we had a shower and the day before we had a shower. But we've had no rain today and actually it's been cloudy and sunny today. But lovely temperature and uh, so a breeze, but not not too heavy. So it's been great. We um, cycled to Rome uh, six years ago and it was so hot. We went in July and August because I needed to go in the summer holidays and it was very, very hot. And I think it's made quite a difference this time not being as hot because our energy levels um, aren't too bad. I know, I'm sorry, I sound a bit weary, but... Um, we've literally got here about 20 minutes ago. That's to be expected <laughs> and very fine. How much further, because you've done the Rome trip, how much further is this trip going to getting to Athens from Lip Hook than it is um, going to Rome? So home to Rome was um, 1,200 miles and this is 2,000 miles. And home to Rome took us 18 days and this is 38 days. So it's quite, it's considerably longer and in in distance and but particularly in time so 38 days cycling is really you know without a day off we don't tend to stop because you just it's best to just keep going and so that's the thing that's a bit unknown to us really is how we will react to 38 days we should be pretty fit by the time we get to Athens anyway you'll be so fit just thinking about events that you know um that have been going on in in England when you left them, the Queen's passing. Have have you had any recognition of that on, you know, I'm I'm sure you haven't had much interaction with people on the roads, but has anybody spoken to you about that? No, actually, it's interesting because I thought it would be a topic of conversation, but nobody's mentioned it. Phil and I have both been wearing our, our black armband in respect of our wonderful Queen. And... Um, we are sorry to be missing out on all the, you know, to be able to watch all the um, media 
that's going on in terms of the ceremonial side. But we're trying to catch up with some of the news at the end of each day, although it's not, it's, you know, there's quite a lot to fit in once yes. we get to our hotel. But um, we will be wearing our armbands definitely until after the period of mourning um, finishes. And we're thinking of everybody back home. So tell us a bit about Maddie and what your thoughts are right now. We're trying really hard to raise as much um, awareness for Maddie's Mark, which is the charity we've set up in um, memory of my niece, Maddie. And so far, we set up £5,000 as our target. And on the night that we got on the ferry, Monday night, we hit our target. So that was just fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Huge thank you to everybody who's donated. It means so much to us all as a family. And it would mean so much to Maddie. So thank you, thank you. Now hopefully we'll be in Switzerland this time next week. Oh, brilliant! Okay, so I look, I look forward to finding out about France to Switzerland. What that was like? Is that going to be the toughest bit? We don't know really because we've, there's many roads that we haven't travelled before. But the Alps are going to be our our big challenge. We think. <laughs> The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The Peapod. Day nine is completed on Janine and Phil's bike journey. Janine describes to Noni a battle with the steepest hill they've ever ridden and a hair-raising descent too. Well, we're in Switzerland. We've just arrived today, crossed the border from France. So we're very excited that we're in country number two. And whereabouts are you in Switzerland? So we're in a little village called Rocher, which is um, up in the Jura Mountains. We've come from Montbelliard today in France, um, which is apparently the home of Peugeot, I was told at breakfast this morning um, by our very nice um, chap who owns the B&B. We then cycled through the city, which is always a bit fruity going through a city. So that was entertaining. And then we came out through Montbelliard. And before we knew it, we were climbing up the Jura. It wasn't a terrible climb to get up to the border. And then once we crossed the border, we were in Switzerland. We were very excited and thought, yes, yes, yes. And then we had, oh, the most horrific climb <laughs> to get to where we're coming tonight. Oh, tell me about it. We always like the tough stuff, don't we? Oh, we, honestly, we had an oncoming wind. And this hill, this mountain, it just went on and on and on. And I honestly, it was the hardest. I think both Phil and I have said it's the hardest cycling day we've ever done which is, you know, we've done the Alps before, we've done lots of other things. And, and the Jura, the last time we did the Jura was not really, a, a, it was quite easy. But we obviously, it was a different route and it was, it was tough. And I think the oncoming wind and it was much steeper than we'd um, anticipated. But anyway, we've made it. And then the descent, so I, I was exhausted by the time I got to the top. And then the descent, I was just terrified <laughs> because the wind Oh, was, really? so strong I honestly thought I was going to be blown off my bicycle and I just also the hard thing is when you're coming down a mountain with big panniers and a heavy bike and I'm not very good with heights so I try not to get too close to the right but therefore you're near the left and of course you've got traffic coming the other way so you're like between a rock and a hard place so my heart was in my mouth to be very honest most of the descent 
and I was exhausted for all the ascent. So it's been a day, but we're here now and we've made it. And it's very beautiful. Every And the weather is, is blue skies and sunny, chilly, but beautiful. And we're in Switzerland. So all is good with the world. I, I love your positivity. <laughs> I love it. Well done. Congratulations. You've, you've got, you're in Switzerland. Well done. And tonight's shower is going to be the best. And tonight's supper is going to be the best again. <laughs> what day are we on? We're on day nine. <laughs> Yes. How does that feel? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it is. It is incredible. It goes. It just goes by. You know, it's. Uh, we've got uh, five nights in Switzerland. I think it is. So, this time next week, hopefully, all being well, I will be speaking to you from Italy. And How exciting! Know, Italian food. I know. I know. But we have got the Alps between Switzerland and Italy. We've got the Alps. But we'll, you know, we're, we must be getting fitter after today. Um, and our bodies are holding up and our bikes are holding up. So all at the moment is going very well. That's good to hear. Uh, any highlights you want to share? Oh, some, so many. There are so many highlights. But we've crossed this week. We went across the Seine and we went across the River Seine. So we went across two major French rivers. And when we crossed the Seine, I just happened to get a glimpse, that lovely, um, quick glimpse of a kingfisher darting up the river saying, oh, it was so beautiful. We've also come down today as we crossed the border into Switzerland and we heard cowbells. Just before you saw the field of cows, you heard the cowbells, which is just you know, amazing. I've also, we had a hard climb in the middle of the week and... I so felt Maddie with me, so which is wonderful. I feel her with me all the time and certainly when things are tough, which is very uplifting. So she's enjoying pushing me up those hills, but I think she's enjoying coming down them more than me. <laughs> well done. Yeah, and we're doing it for Maddie's mark and we were aiming to get £5,000 and we've nailed that target. So now we're heading for 10, we hope. And we're on six already, which is fantastic. So thank you to everyone who's contributed. But it's such an amazing charity and we are um, really pushing for um, as much as we possibly can. So please, please, if you haven't contributed yet, please do so. So it's, you know, all in such good cause and that's what keeps us going, keeps those pedals turning. Petersfields Shine Radio. With over half of the bike journey behind them and 1,000 miles too, Janine and Phil are making great progress as they head to Greece. But it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride. Well, we're in Croatia now. Um, we <gasps> hoped to speak to you last week from Italy. Yes. We had a bit of a day and didn't get to our hotel till really, really late. But um, now, a week on from there, we're in Croatia, which is really exciting. We've done three nights so far in Croatia. We've got three more. And then we'll be going into Montenegro. So we're getting there. We're over halfway. We've hit the 1,000-mile mark while, um, since I last spoke to you. Wow. And, um, yeah, so we're near a place called Tregea in Croatia, which is just um, down the coast from Split. Well done. 1,000 miles. <laughs> that, that's no mean feat, you know. Uh, I know. And in fact, our total would have gone about 1,200 and something today. So, yeah, we've done, we've done, we're doing well. We are doing well. Well done. Um, 
What day of your it's cycling day is it? Day twenty-two, and we're hopefully it's thirty-eight days. Literally, it's been three and a bit weeks, <gasps> and two weeks on Thursday, we we are hoping to be going into Athens. So, um, yeah, we 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 feel we're getting there. We we do feel we're getting there. You sure way. are. <laughs> I know you've you've literally just got off your bike cycling against the light so that you can get to the hotel and talk to me. So thank you for for that and making that doing that struggle. I mean, uh, it's it's great that I can speak to you. And thank you so much um, for keeping us informed of what's going on. So what was can I take you back? What was Italy like? Italy was lovely. It was it started off in the Dolomites and that was so beautiful. A couple of days coming down through the sort of South Tyrol region and then. We um, went across, it's not such a pretty park, sort of quite industrial, and the weather changed. And we had two days of really torrential weather. And we got drenched. I've never been as wet. So we got absolutely soaked. And so that was, you know, proved a few challenges, trying to cycle in such torrential rain that you can't actually see where you're going. Well, what do Um, you do? What do you do when that happens? Because that must be quite scary. Yeah, well, we, you, you know, you try and stop and wait till it eases, but one afternoon it was just relentless and we still had 20 plus miles to cycle to our you know next place and so you know we just carried on going in the end and you sort of you you, I don't know you just grit your teeth and get on with it I mean we couldn't really see the edge of the road and we you know but we've we've got fluorescent jackets and our our panniers are covered with waterproof fluorescent um covers so we are as visible as we can possibly be um and just sometimes you've just you've just got to you know you've got to get to the next place otherwise we're not going to make it to Athens so you just have to get on with it really um and that's how it is each day each day has its challenges each day also has its amazing wonderful sights and experiences we've met really lovely people along the way they're so kind We've seen the most amazing sights. And um, so, you know, every day, as I say, has it. It's all ups and downs, really. It's What's, a roller coaster ride. What, what, okay, what were the highlights and challenges today? So this morning cycling, the first 30 miles was lovely. We were, it, we've, we, we've cutting across inland and we've just, it's like cutting across a peninsula because if we went all around the coast of Croatia, it would take us too long. So we did coast road yesterday and then we've done inland today and just come out at the coast again. So today's highlights, the, the first 30 miles were, were beautiful. Um, inland, sort of the wine and olive route, they call it. So we were passing olive groves and um, vineyards. And then we had a bit of a hard afternoon after that because it was a really slow climb. And we did about oh, about 20 miles of, of up, up, up. But then coming down into um, the, of the sort of split harbour, you could see it from miles away. You come zooming down a huge descent of zigzaggy roads um, with the sea. We haven't seen the sea for ages. And then it kept not being there, not being there, not being there. And then suddenly we saw it and we were descending down. And it was just getting, you know, sun sort of sunsetty and the lights were coming on and it was just beautiful yeah so that's you know it's that's how it is really you had a hor- horrible hill where you're having to go into the hill zone in my head 
where I just have to keep looking at my feet and pedaling. And then suddenly you're down in this most beautiful part. Oh, we also had a really sweet thing. So I called my class from, um, from school. Yeah, so at Church of Junior. So we, I gave them a call and they uh, on a WhatsApp and they managed to put it up in the classroom. So we had so a little they... live chat with the class. So they could on see our way. you. That's brilliant. And they could, I know, which was a real highlight. So, um, so I miss you all, lovely year four, and I'm going to see you after half term. You're all amazing. They're doing such huge fundraising for Maddie's Mark. They've got a, they did a cake sale and they've got a book sale tomorrow and they're just doing all sorts of things. They're naming Phil's bike and they're doing just the most amazing things to help us make money for Maddie's Mark. Talking of which, we're now on 7,000 plus. Yay! Congratulations! I know, which is fantastic. So, you know, as long as all of this makes a difference, that's all that matters. And that's what we think about when we're pedalling along. Have you got any messages for anybody at home? Apart from your lovely year four class, have you managed to speak to anybody or is it you're just too exhausted? Well, no, I speak to my sister quite a lot and, um, you know, we just, check in and make sure all's well and, and um, her and Simon are coming her and her husband are coming out to the um, some part of Greece um, and we've got a friend joining us actually on Saturday who's coming and cycling with us for six or seven days which is really exciting so Will we can't wait to um, can't wait to have you join us it'll be really who's that? exciting do you want to give him um, a shout Will, out? Will Shaw yeah he's joining us in um, Montenegro and he's coming into Albania with us and then he's leading us just before we get into Greece. Well, thank you for talking <laughs> to me. I look forward to talking to you next week. Keep peddling, yes. and we're all thank wishing you, you all the best. Sending love to everyone at home and thanks hugely for all the support. It really makes a difference to us. Claire Venice and Joff Lacey in Petersfield's Peapod. Family friend Will Shaw keeps spirits up as the Greek border is almost in sight. Janine and Phil are eight days away from reaching their goal. We are in um, Albania today and have been for the last couple of nights and hopefully going across the border into Greece tomorrow, which is very, very exciting. But we are literally staying on Lake Oris. Yeah. What time of day is it? It's just got dark, actually. It's 6.15, so we're an hour ahead. So it's about 6.30 in the evening and we've literally we overlook the lake which is beautiful it's apparently one of the oldest lakes in europe and one of the deepest and in fact will who's joined us for four days we've had a friend join us for four days cycling which has been brilliant really refreshing to have some fresh legs with us and um, fresh young legs i might say um so and will has even walked into the lake and had a swim tonight which i'm very impressed i dipped my big toe in but that was about it but it's very beautiful will do you want to say hello hello yes um yeah i had a good old good old little swim something to um tick off the list whilst i'm here so how long have you been with phil and janine and tell us a bit about your your trip so far the pedaling bit of your trip i arrived to dubrovnik in croatia about six days ago and then I had a couple of days of just sightseeing by myself. And then I met up with um, Janine and Phil on the border between Croatia and Montenegro. Um, and then I've been cycling with them for about four days. So just over 200 miles probably. And then I actually leave them in the morning. They continue their trip into Greece. And I'm off into off Macedonia for a couple of days holiday. And do you feel the fitter having cycled 50 to 55 miles every day for the last however many days? Well, yes. 
but uh, also less fit watching uh, Phil and Janine sail off up the hills whilst leaving me behind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about um, how you fit into this group and why you wanted to do this with Janine and Phil. Yeah, so I've been living next to the Lawrences um, for about 18 years and um, so obviously know Janine and Phil very well. I've been played a pub cricket and sheep with Phil for quite a while as well so I know them all through different avenues and then I think Janine asked me at a, at a barbecue at some point <laughs> if I wanted to join for a few days um, had a bit of holiday from work to take and I thought it would be give them hopefully hopefully give them a boost for a few Absolutely. days now towards the finish line and then uh, Simon and Karen join next week and uh, can give them another bigger boost yeah absolutely will's been incredibly supportive with maddie's mark and has known maddie really all her you know they've just sort of been grown up together really even just living down the road so they've been very much in each other's pocket so it's a charity that's very close to his heart too and so that's been wonderful to have his contribution not only in you know just being here but in his sort of support of you know knowing Maddie and wanting to do something to help make the difference. Do you want to tell me about a memory that you have of of living next door to Maddie and your time together? I think I think the the main time um like so Simon uh, Maddie's dad was was along with Phil back in the day played a lot of uh, pub cricket the Queen's Head and Sheets so um I think in both of our views I think we'd be watching and watching Simon play and then lastly I'd play with Simon just you know heading down to the pub and uh, giggling at Simon's uh, wonderful wicket keeping. He's a very good wicket keeper with us girls all on the sidelines <laughs> usually missing the best catch or the best bat of the day because yeah. we'd be chatting away. That, that is very true. They'll be very sad to see you go I'm quite sure. Yes. We will be actually it's been really refreshing having you know we've got like the last supper tonight but it has been really refreshing to uh, have some fresh blood on the Team Maddie, as we've been calling ourselves the last few days. And actually, it's been interesting coming into Albania because having three of us peddling in our brightly coloured uh, Maddie Mark T-shirt, and I think maybe being in Albania as well, we're a bit more of a novelty. So we've had people cheering and waving at us and children running down the playground in a, in a school saying, hello, hello. We're just a bit more of a novelty factor having the three of us all peddling along in these brightly coloured clothes. We've hit Albania by storm somehow. <laughs> you, you you look like some kind of professional peloton, don't you? Cycling away through Albania, <laughs> growing in numbers as you move through Europe. Yes, we have picked up the odd local along the way who's peddled along for a little bit, which has yeah. been quite amusing. But uh, they haven't lasted too long. <laughs> and can I ask you about food? What's the Albanian food like? What What's in store for supper? What's the last supper tonight? Apparently it's local. Albanian fare in this hotel that we're in but um so we're not sure really we'll we'll go down and see we did have a very interesting first night in Albania we had to walk down a dual carriageway in the dark to go to a local restaurant that the hotel had recommended and you had these howling dogs sort of in the dark behind us with us thinking oh my we're being followed by a pack of dogs gonna get eaten exactly we got to the restaurant and they were they were absolutely delightful but we were, well, Will's vegetarian for a start off, so there wasn't much other than roast chicken on the menu. So I think he had chips and pasta. Um, Phil and I braved the roast chicken. And then we got the chef's special, which was a plate of gravy, I mean, this beautiful oval plate that was just 
full of gravy. So they obviously don't serve their gravy, just came in, a, in a, on a plate rather than a, a gravy boat or a, a jug or anything like that. But it was delicious, but we all went to bed slightly nervous, thinking, oh, if we're poorly, it's going to be quite difficult. You know, day by day, you don't really want to miss a day. You can't really miss a day. But we were all fighting fit the following morning, so all was well. So what day is it today that you've completed? It's day 30. Yeah, you started the calendar month ago. Yeah. so 12th of September. Yeah, we did. So day 30 today, and now we're in single figures of the... So today we've got nine days to go today, so we've done that. So now we've got eight days to go, because we should get to Athens on Thursday next week. So we're really on the downward slope. Hopefully the roads are on the downward slope as well. That would be very nice. We are pinching ourselves saying oh, have, we've actually cycled to Albania, which is quite something. But you don't, you, yeah, it's hard to, to believe it really. But um, we have. So uh, there we are. And hopefully we will make it to Athens. Petersfield's Shine Radio. On Thursday, the 20th of October, Janine and Phil, joined by Maddie's parents, Simon and Karen Lawrence, were scheduled to arrive in Athens. As their long and challenging bike ride, which started on September the 12th, draws to an end, Noni catches up with Janine and the team for the final time. Janine, are you there? I am, I'm here and I'm sitting in a rooftop bar overlooking the Parthenon. So yes, we have made it the most beautiful sunset. I wish I could show you. We'll take a photo and send it through to you. But it's, um, it's, a, it's a very good feeling. We got here at about a quarter past four this afternoon. I was obviously all a blur. Um, we had a heavy cycle, actually, because we had to climb up the hills um, and then descend into Athens. The most amazing descent, one of the most amazing roads I've ever cycled on. Why was it amazing, Janine? Well, it was so high for a start-off, but you came down and it was like an alpine path and it was just um, stunning. You suddenly saw the sea and this huge like gorge on one side and on the other side, you suddenly started seeing the first houses of Athens. And so it was, you know, one, it was very moving, but it was just the most incredible road. It's one of the most memorable roads I've cycled on. I was going to ask, how did you feel cycling it? Because was it it scary? Was it difficult? What was your experience today? Um, It's funny because actually I was thinking about it and today was a day of everything. It was a bit of everything. We had immediately, we had a scary incident with another car overtaking um, another car and coming straight towards us when we'd literally just gone for about 10 minutes. So that was hair raising and you just think, oh, I can't believe this on the last day and we're just going to get wiped out. But then we had a beautiful country road and that was lovely. But then we had a really hard climb. So that was really hard. So we had a hard climb. We had two sets of dogs come out at us. So we had our situation with the dogs again, but our new technique of just stopping and having a chat with them worked. And then we had the descent, and I'm not very good with heights. So we, there was some huge drops, and I just thought, oh, no, here we go again. Um, and then, of course, we had to negotiate Athens. So, in fact, it was a day of all the challenges that we've had along the five weeks. All the challenges were here in one day. The hills, the descent the mad traffic, the close scrapes, 
and the dog. <laughs> and we had it all today, but we did, we've only done, well, we've only done 47 miles today. So our grand total is 1,997 miles. We quite like that year. And um, that date. And now we are here. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. I thought that might cheer you up. Thank you very much. That's lovely. Um, can we hear from Phil? Are we going to? Is he going to? Is he going to grace me with his words? Hold on, I'm going to pass you over to him now. Then here, here is. Can I just say he has been an absolute legend. He has done all of the planning, all of the protection of me, and he is absolutely my hero. Here he is. Oh, that's so lovely. Hello. Hello, Hello Phil. Nice um, to speak to you. Be, and you, I think she must be a little lightheaded to say things like that. But it's very kind of her. <laughs> I think that's just a reflection of your whole trip with you two. You're, you underplay absolutely everything, all of your achievements. It, it's very lovely. How right, do you feel, good. Phil? Um, well, I'm not surprised. Perhaps I'm very um, pleased that we've arrived. You know, we just set out to do this as a challenge. And each day was a little adventure. Uh, you hope that you'll get to the end, but there's no guarantees. All sorts of things can happen in the space of 38, 39 days. But to be here, you, you sort of have to pinch yourself a bit. With, uh, as I think Janine mentioned, we're sitting look at, looking at the Parthenon, which is all this up, the whole Acropolis is all this up, actually. Um, and it, it just feels another world. Um, well, it is, really, from where we've, we've, we've travelled. Um, so uh, relieved, thrilled, um, and and also, you know, we're, we're very lucky to be able to do something like this. It, it is a privilege to be able to get on a bicycle for five and a half weeks and cycle across Europe. So we are very aware that um, that we've been fortunate, but we've you know we've been doing it what we think is a great cause, uh, and we're hugely um, grateful to everybody who's been really generous. Do you know what your total is? Shall I tell you? Yeah, please do. Well, as we speak, it's £10,805. Um, that, that, that's rather mind-blowing, actually. Um, you, I think, you've I think you've reached your target. Taken, we have and, and exceeded. We've, we've sort of rather taken a big gulp, and um, that, that's massive. Um, so huge, huge thanks to everybody who has contributed from, from all sorts of different places. We're, we're, we're very grateful and touched, actually, by the interest that people have, have shown. Um, we've had lots of messages of support. So, um, we, we, we actually, we, as I say, we feel very privileged to have been able to do it and to have such um, support and encouragement along the way. It's a massive achievement, Phil. I don't think I could get on a bike and cycle for, for nearly 2,000 miles. I just take my hat off to both of you. Well, I, 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 don't want, I don't want to burst the bubble, but there's no secret. You just you do a little bit each day, and eventually you get there. So, you know, so many people can do it. We, we just, you know, we, we've, we've had the time to be able to do it. So um, it's very kind of you to say that. You are so gracious. Is your support team there, a Karen and yes, we hear from let me, them? Yes, let me hand you over. Karen's sitting next to me. Can I pass you over to Karen? No, no, hello, it's Karen. Hello, Karen. So how are you feeling, Karen? What do you think of these two? 
Well, it's hard to find words really, but they're such stars and they've underplayed everything and to see them coming up to the Parthenon the afternoon as we were waiting for them was just really remarkable and very emotional, as you can imagine, and just thrilling, to be honest. It was was just marvellous to see them and to know that they got their faces. Simon and I had come ahead earlier. We had breakfast together and then we'd come ahead um, of them interacting and Simon was driving and I think I said the other day it's just slightly mad, well very mad and that's in the car and to come on a bike well I, I think we saw one other cyclist but that wasn't in Athens and everyone was just well, too fast and furious so we were a bit worried and, and then to see them safe and sound after 2,000 miles was well we're hugely thankful and relieved Wonderful. Is Simon, is Simon there? Does he want to tell me how he's feeling right now? Absolutely. I'll pass him on. Thanks, Jenny. Hello, Simon. How are you feeling? Well, it's, it's, it's a whole mixture of emotions, isn't it? Here we are on a rooftop looking up to the Acropolis. Um, they've just done the most intrepid and wonderful thing. And, um, <laughs> yeah, quite emotional, really. Um, a whole mixture of things. And they've just been absolutely wonderful team who've helped each other through thick and thin. And it's a marvellous, marvellous thing to see. Thank you, Simon. Can I? Can you right. pass it back to Janine? Hi, Noni. Hi, Janine. What are you all going to do now, apart from drinking well, cocktails on the roof terrace yeah. in a hotel overlooking the Acro- Acropolis? I know. The order was three margaritas and a mojito and who's having the mojito me and do they do them no so i'm having to have a gin and tonic honestly i've, I've only come two thousand miles you'd think they'd be able to give me a mojito <laughs> i hope you, I hope you put it for, put it to them like that well congratulations well done enjoy enjoy your evening lift a glass to to maddie's mark and your incredible achievement we will. And thank you again. We are so grateful. So thank you to everybody out there who has helped and supported us along the way. It's been quite a journey, but we have felt loved and looked after every single day. So thank you very much. If you'd like to donate to the Maddie's Mark charity set up in the memory of 20-year-old Maddie Lawrence, visit Janine Gillard's Just Giving page. And so we come to the end of this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thanks also to Janine Gillard, Phil Taylor, Simon and Karen Lawrence, Will Shaw, Noni Needs, Alan Kosh and Alison Glasspool, as well as to our editor, Harrison RB and the Shine Radio team. So from Claire and I this week... Bye. The Peapod is produced by volunteers at Petersfield's Shine Radio. When you listen to Petersfield's Shine Radio, the children of Sheet Primary School will keep you on time. It's 16 minutes to 7. It's quarter past 5. Through the day, every day, their young voices keep Petersfield running like clockwork. It's 27 minutes to 12. It's half past 6. Shine Time is sponsored by Pickets and Purses for the timeless beauty of new and vintage jewellery in Petersfield. It's 29 minutes to 3. Shine Time, only from Petersfield's Shine Radio.